Hurry up everyone, welcome to a bonus uh, episode of Yorkshire Gamers Reap Big War Games podcast. And if you didn't know already, uh, I managed to win the podcast award on the Little Wars TV Caesar Awards last Friday. Now, I've got to say, it was a bit of a surprise, um, because we've only been going for just over a year now and uh, I did a bit of begging and I got some people to nominate me and uh, to get nominated was uh, a fantastic achievement in itself Um, but to win wow uh, absolutely amazed really really amazed Um, so I just wanted to say thank you to everyone out there who listens to these episodes Um, it's more and more every single episode that comes out and the back catalogue is uh, being listened to on a regular basis as well um so this could be the first time that you've listened to this uh, it could be the 24th time that you've listened to this uh, podcast uh, either way you are equally welcome um welcome to yorkshire gamer and uh, welcome to the craziness that is this podcast that harks back and goes back to uh, the halcyon days of the big battle there's lots of people out there doing the big battles but it's kind of no longer as popular as it used to be, um, especially in the mainstream wargaming media, especially with the companies that are producing models, figures, etc. You can get so many, so many skirmish games. I'm not going to name any names, but they, they appear in a massive uh, set of fireworks and um you know, advertising and everyone rushes out and buys them and then six months later you you, you just never hear of them again. Uh, and that's because they don't just they don't have that longevity. They don't have that massive twenty foot table that you're building towards over ten years. Uh, they, they don't have that. And those games are fantastic for um pickup games and for club games and for people who are lacking space, etc. But that isn't the whole of the War Games community, and this podcast is very much um, for people who want to aspire to do a bigger game, or for those people who already do them, or for those people who just like a, a bit of a laugh and a joke when we do these podcasts. I always try and make them fun. I always try and have um, a good introduction for each of my guests, and uh, try and enjoy the conversation that we have for a couple of hours, so that whilst you'll sit there painting your figures or having a game or just pottering about in your game space um, that you have a smile on your face and that's what it's all about. So I have put together um, just a little bit of a potted history really of Yorkshire Gamer podcast and uh, some of it you'll have heard before if you listen to the podcast and the pilot episode for example um, but some of you won't have and it's just there as a snapshot in time to kind of look at where Yorkshire Gamer podcast is now and uh, where we might go in the future. So settle back 10 minutes 15 minutes of your time and uh, I'll just tell you all about Yorkshire Gamer. So before we start, I suppose I've got a confession to make. My name is Ken. I am a wargamer. It is a month and a half since I lasted a wargame. About 18 months ago, I started listening quite heavily to a lot of historical wargames podcasts. Sure, I dabbled in the past. The odd Meeples and Miniatures episode here and there. Nothing heavy, you understand. Just recreational. 
I've got a long commute, so I consumed a lot, and I consumed a lot quickly. It just kind of got out of hand. I'd lost my music groove. I got fed up with talk radio with its endless politics. So, my true love wargaming came to the fore. But not long after that, after listening to many, many podcasts, a thread started to emerge. It was all about the skirmish. Which is fine, if that's your bag. It isn't mine. I heard repeatedly comments on different shows like, you can't do that in 28mm. It's a unit of 12 figures carrying a flag. It's a colour party. A good war game should be no more than two hours and fit on a 6x4 table. The Battle of Wagram isn't possible in 28mm. And so on, and so on, and so on. And the relaxing time that I was having listening to these podcasts about my hobby were being upset every now and again by these comments. It was all about the skirmish, the gangs of Rome, the the gangs of Barnsley, Bolt Action, Frostgrave, all the cool games I'm sure. It's just not my cup of tea. As I listened more and more I started to think, am I the only one? Am I the last big game gamer on earth? I knew that I wasn't. I've got many friends, many friends in the game uh, who play in the same style, but the prevalence of the skirmish game on the podcast was a real eye-opener to me. And it was a slow build, but I specifically recall an episode of Sean Clark's wonderful God's Own Scale podcast. And to avoid any doubt, I absolutely love Sean and I love his podcasts. But when he was interviewing Pete Berry, the saviour of 6 mil gaming from Bacchus and the topic of you can't do that in 28 mil came up again Pete went off on a bit of a rant about a 28 mil 8 inch World War 1 British howitzer that he'd seen in a magazine and how stupid it was to have a weapon of that scale and how totally impractical it was etc 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 well if you've heard the story, or you might be able to guess, that that howitzer was mine. And the lovely Henry Hyde um, had used it in an um, article for Wargame Soldiers and Strategy to um, illustrate artillery on the battlefield. And I was uh, very happy that it was in a magazine, and uh, happy that Henry, the legend that is, had used it for uh, his uh, article. So, fuelled by some particularly fine malt whiskey, with or without an E, there's some Irish in that surname, I decided to put a post on Twitter suggesting that I do my big game podcast myself. And I drifted off into a haze of peaty, malty, lovely Isla single malt. And I'd forgotten all about it. The next morning, I woke up. I checked my notifications on Twitter and it had all gone a little bit crazy. There was some support, and I say some, it was the highest number of likes and comments I've ever had on a tweet, and including my mate Sean Clark telling me to go for it. So I looked into it, and quickly I worked out the basics of recording, editing, and releasing a podcast. So on the 19th of February, 2021, I put out the pilot episode. Similar to this, it was just half an hour of me talking away, explaining what I wanted to do with the show, and setting myself five episodes to see how it went. 
Would anyone be interested? Were the big gamers out there who would listen? Could I produce something that was worth listening to? On the 18th of February 2021, I've had no idea. The five episode idea was based mostly around my podcast hoster, who made you pay after that number of episodes. So in typical Yorkshire fashion, I had one eye on the brass. It was a leap in the dark. But I've been around on social media with the Yorkshire Gamer name for the best part of 10 years and was active on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube and other Wargames forums. So at least somebody knew who I was. I recorded the first proper interview with Chris Breeze and Gareth Lane and it was just like chatting with two mates down the pub after five minutes of initial nervousness. Uh, we just chatted and chatted and chatted and we had a re good laugh. I decided on a four-part format for the show, an introduction, a big game chat, a quiz and a big topic, and to a large extent it worked. In fact, the show continues in roughly the same way, even today. I edited it all together into a complete episode, without accidentally deleting huge chunks of it, which I was quite impressed with it, and launched it on the Tinterwebnet. The response was amazing. It smashed all my expectations and loads more people listened to it that first episode than I ever dreamed would. I went on to complete the five original episodes in around three months. I will always be grateful to those guests for the first five shows. Chris and Gareth, Richard Harris from Legendary War Games, Dr Chris Brown, Colin Ashton and of course Mark Freeth from the War Games Holiday Centre. They all agreed to come on those shows before anyone had heard an episode. They had no idea what they were letting themselves in for, but they came along anyway. So thank you. Thank you once again, guys, for that leap of faith that you had with Yorkshire Gamers' a really big War Games podcast. The show has always been centred on big games. One of my recent guests, Jerry Elliott, from episode 21, has 100,010 mil figures. It was never about one type of gaming being better than the other. If you play bolt action, there are loads of podcasts dedicated to that genre. 40k too has hundreds and hundreds of shows, all a lot more popular than mine, and some massively better produced than mine. Mine is still very, very much an amateur effort. But this podcast was there for people who play, enjoy, or simply inspire to the big games. It wasn't and it isn't my part of the hobby is better than yours. It's, this is my bit of the hobby and I really enjoy it. I want to tell you about it because I've had some of the most enjoyable times of my gaming life this way. Have a look, try it, you might enjoy it. What is a big game? That got me in trouble last time. Who knows? It means different things to different people and I always ask any of my guests that question everyone has a slightly different answer and that's what's great to talk about if there was a single definition it would be a short and very very boring podcast i always try and make the interviews fun for me and my guests i think when i do that it comes across much better on the recording i don't want to be have a have a podcast that's negative about everything i want to be the podcast that celebrates unashamedly big games 
big, mad, mad collections of figures. Huge gaming rooms. I love stories of people's floors buckling under the weight of their figure collections and people locked in rooms for weeks paying massive games. The story of Simon Hall gave of uh, a couple of commanders locked away in rooms with telephones and that was their only connection to the table and occasionally cutting the phone off just for a laugh. Those are the sorts of games that we like to hear about. It's always important to remember that my guests are very often doing their first ever podcast or interview and some are understandingly nervous. I made a conscious decision right at the beginning not to chase the war games glitterati. And thanks very much to Sean Clark for that phrase. There are companies and people out there who get loads and loads of exposure and they probably would bring in greater numbers of listeners. But I would rather speak to people with a good story. Look at the episode with Robbie Roddis. That is living proof of a good story and a, and a good episode. To keep the podcast fresh, outside of the four-part format shows, I've decided on two things. The first was to revisit some of my guests who, as time went by, to see what they had gone and how they progressed on projects that we spoke about in their episodes and uh, we've got a catch-up episode hopefully coming out uh, in a week or so's time and I get three or four guests back on talk to them for 20-30 minutes and have a chat about where they are with what they're doing. The hard work to put together organizing multiple interviews and editing them together but I think they're well worth it. The second thing was to provide a more hobby-wide outlet so I approached two of my favorite people outside the 28mm big war games world to get a different and can I say more complete perspective on our hobby and that's Sean Clark who I've spoken about before and uh, good old Alex Storm of Steel Southern who's a good Yorkshire lad and uh, they're well known for their 6mm and 15mm output respectively and we come together on a regular basis and we do a show that's called Brews in the Binyard and uh, I'd love to do that every week because it's brilliant but uh, I appreciate those guys have got their own commitments so uh, we uh, at the moment uh, we've got it down as a summer special and a Christmas special Um, so if you haven't listened to those then um, I think it's episodes 15 and 16 Uh, give those a go and the Christmas episode with Alex uh, number 19 as well Uh, very different to the interview episodes and um, the title is a homage to the views from the veranda, episodes that Henry Hyde and the sadly no longer with us Mike Hobbs would do. But nobody up here, outside Harrogate that is, would know what a veranda was. So I remembered back to the binyards of my student days where we would sit and chat. Views became brews and the rest, as they say, is history. I'll openly admit I did a bit of begging and it must have worked because I ended up being nominated for the Little Wars TV Caesar Awards in the podcast category and with that nomination coming less than a year after I started it's something I'm very proud of. There are lots and lots of good podcasts out there, some with amazing production and I listen to most of them. What sets Yorkshire Gamers reap big war games podcast apart from those I don't know but I'm sure glad that some people do see something in it and there was enough people who felt that way to get a nomination. So there I was, sat up waiting for the award show which was at midnight in the UK. I was also leaving for work at 6am, which made it a little bit more exciting. In true old man style, I fell asleep. Just before the awards began, and missed the announcement. 
I woke up halfway through the show and had to rewind to find the result. In doing so, I missed Sean Clark's introduction to the award ceremony and I missed the uh, Best Channel Award as well. Well done, Martin, seventh son, who's going to be a guest on the show uh, very soon. It was a bit of a surprise to me to win, but I'm so happy to have won the award. Little Wars TV have done a great deal for our hobby and the professional way that their content is produced has, do, has pushed back boundaries of our hobby. The Caesar Awards are a great idea and a lovely way to recognise content providers throughout the world. If this is your first journey onto the podcast, welcome. It's available on all podcast hosts, just search for Yorkshire Gamer. It also appears on the YouTube channel um, just before the next audio episode appears. So, if you enjoy this, please follow me on Podbean, give it a like, give it a subscribe, leave me a comment. I am available on yorkshiregamer at gmail.com, email, if you want to send me something. And thanks for listening to this um, different episode, this thank you episode, because it's here for you, just for me, to say thank you for listening, thank you for voting for me, and we'll see you down the pub, we'll see you at a show, come and say hello, come and have a chat. I love chatting to all the people who listen to these uh, episodes. So... We'll be back in uh, a week's time for uh, episode 23, the catch-up episode. And uh, until then, see you then.